As though on cue, Candace shrugged her shoes off, lifted her feet off the ground, swung them across J.B.'s laps, and sighed. Ugh, I feel so free now. These heels were killing me. Then she chuckled as J.B. massaged them with one hand, and she raised a questioning brow. What? They're Jimmy Choo pumps. Exactly the kind I wished to get married in. But you wouldn't know what it meant. J.B. shook his head and bowed. No, you lost me there. She laughed hard. Ah, so much to teach you. He leaned over and planted a curved hand around her shoulder. And I'm quite eager to learn, my love. I'm sure you understand that given my background, I have zero experience with a happy home. But I love you, and I'm determined to make your life comfortable, happy, and secure, and for our home to be a haven of peace. I prayed the Lord for grace to be a good, no great, husband to you. But that would also involve you verbalizing your needs, your frustrations, and your dreams, so we could reach for them together. I would never intentionally frustrate you. And if we differ strongly on something, we take it to the Lord individually. I will never impose my will. I'm your husband, meaning caretaker, not your boss. She wiggled her hands between his and cupped his face. And I don't expect perfection from you, only sincerity. I love you just the way you are. I think we've established that you're not the best communicator when you disappeared without cluing me in at the Dayspring Farms. J.B. was so relieved they could laugh over it now, when it had nearly caused their split. But I knew you loved me. I knew what we had was special. I did have moments of doubt over how it would end, especially considering my past experiences. But I trusted God would work things out, which he did. She let her hand drop. I'm in this for life. As we just vowed, till death do us part. Even after death, I'll make sure we continue in heaven, so you best love me now. She winked, and he burst out laughing. Good thing I love you now. I promise I won't piss you off since heaven is forever. When their laughter subsided, J.B. wondered again at the miracle that brought them together in the first place, her fall on stage while performing the national anthem in front of 60,000 people in New York City. Who knew that something wonderful could come out of a disaster? He shook his head and whispered, Thank you, my Lord Jesus. This is all your handiwork. He let Candace's feet drop to her shoes as she repositioned herself to sit straight. He stretched his legs out in the aisle, since even the widest seat would feel cramped for his long limbs. He grabbed a fistful of his hair as he recalled his teenage goals. Maybe I should have been a football player. At least that's what I thought success was back then. I wanted to make quick money to get Mama and me out of our situation immediately. I knew no other way, until the first meeting of what was later called the Excellence Club but I'll continue from the start and go from there. He drew in a breath, rested his ankles on his knees, and caught his breath, in an attempt to stem the tide of joy flooding him. Candace wouldn't understand the significance of the moment he was about to describe unless he told her the entire story first, so he restrained himself and continued. His eyes slid shut as he relived the experience. Two boys sat opposite a mahogany desk when I entered the pastor's office. When I sat down... Soaking in the room's soothing tranquility, two girls, about a year younger than the boys, were seated off to the side. Gwen and Christine, who we later named Chris for short. I could see in the anxious faces peering back at me, beneath their various shaggy, bleached and braided hair, uncertainty about the meeting's agenda. Gwen and Chris fidgeted in their seats. They seemed to be in a hurry checking the wall clock repeatedly, but the pastor calmly offered a warm smile. Welcome.
Thanks for being here. His first words I won't forget. I gathered you five here by the leading of the Holy Spirit. He turned to the girl with braids to one side of her shoulder. She looked like a supermodel to my teenage eyes. Gwen, I know your parents have you scheduled for swim practice, so I'll be quick. Then he faced the other girl who looked as tall as I. Chris, your tennis practice is also in an hour, so I will be brief. His gaze rested briefly on each of us as he spoke with purpose. Each one of you, God has a special plan for. A plan that transcends this Louisville community. Might even be global, I don't know. All I'm certain of is that each one of you also has limiting circumstances to prevent progress in life.